You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone and welcome to another awesome episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul and I have the pleasure of having my friend, my amigo, Fix Wing Singh. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Great to be back. It's been uh, it's been quite a fun few days here in Denver as we uh, <laughs> it really has. Yeah. We're at the Pix4D user conference. Yep. You know, and I gotta say something really quick, just to be honest, real and raw with everyone. It may sound like I'm being a complete brown nose, like I am tooting on Good's horn for him. But actually, when it comes to drone conferences, there have been a lot this year. And there have been a lot of conferences that, in my opinion, have been um, overvalued, meaning that the conference itself is very underwhelming. It's very undervalued. And with that said, you know, with that said, I don't think I have ever gotten more value out of a single day of a conference than I have today. It is like a mapping mastermind. I'm actually humbled to completely agree. I mean, it's, I have learned so much myself these last two days. It's been unbelievable. I cannot believe the level of competency, the number of projects that people have brought forward, the interesting techniques, how they're using multiple different softwares to solve really creative problems. You know, people from all over the world bringing really innovative technologies and those that are true experts in the field or in their own particular domain. And it's amazing. I mean, I really have to give a, you know, a public shout out to the three individuals from Pix4D that were responsible for putting this all together. Our head of marketing, Nicoletta out of Switzerland, Stephanie out of Switzerland, and, uh, and Chelsea Cox here in the United States. I, you know, you guys killed it, man. Like <laughs> I go to conferences, I speak at conferences all the time. And it's so cool that the Pix4D conference was that good. Yeah, no, definitely major kudos to Nicoletta, major kudos to Chelsea. Met Stephanie for the first time. That was always nice. So it's interesting, too, because, you know, most of your company is based out of Switzerland. The majority of it, yeah, for sure. And I think think the audience actually at this conference, which was a little bit different style for everyone, you know, out there listening. This wasn't like, oh, you go to the conference room floor and like mosey around. This was like, no, let's sit down and discuss some very nuanced aspects of mapping. And they're not really in a sequential order at all. It's just like, hey, we face this difficult problem this is how we solved it yeah so some of the solutions the creative solutions were out of this world no people were really it it was amazing i mean we had so many individuals that came from around the world who are pix40 super users who are drone pilots who are real airplane pilots who just use photogrammetry for you know mapping underwater inspections of for bridges or underwater uh you know 3d models for tunnel systems or an individual that's able to have incredibly you know millimeter level accuracy for those 3d models point clouds of historic buildings for architectural use we have individuals uh, you know bill english presented some really cool cases of how he took old imagery that was not geo referenced for multiple different cameras for multiple different zoom levels and spent a significant amount of time at his kitchen table playing around on the computer to make that work for an investigation you know there was i was blown away you know 3d uh 3d robotics ceo uh chris anderson he was the main keynote speaker um after the welcome address by uh pix40 ceo dr christoph Strecha. finally met him i was so actually proud. you know what Paul, was let's so take proud. a pause Paul, you gave a talk at our user conference. 
Right? You're, yes, you're I did. an artsy guy. You talk a lot. You got a podcast. <laughs> what did the CEO of Pix4D, the founder, a, a gentleman with a PhD in computer vision who wrote one of the most you know, innovative algorithms in the world, what did he come up to you and say? He came up to me and said, that's a really good talk. Yeah. 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 I, no, I, I you, don't want to do present, my own horror, Yeah, but. no, but you presented a really good talk, Paul. Paul talked about his work, you know, mapping baseball stadiums with different cameras and, and how he really takes note of the environmental condition of the day and is able to produce these really nice 3D meshes in Pix4D. And I can tell you, you brought value to the conference, man. Like, you came not just as a media person, but as a Pix40 user. And I thought that was really cool. Well, thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Hey, by the way, one quick lesson I want to give people out there because I mapped the same stadium 15 times to really test the material that I was going to present. Yeah, that's because a lot. I would not do that. It's literally running right behind <laughs> I you. I can see it in the computer, yeah. <laughs> but one thing I noticed is that if you guys are ever mapping, you know, large areas, complex areas, you know, I always tried to use bigger cameras to get better data. And something that I actually learned, which is a really good value point for everyone here, is that, you know, I tried using ground station pro with the x7 and there's some difference on good and i'm not sure really where it is but there's some difference between ground station pro and pix 40 capture where the same data sets literally taken the same period of time in the same location i would have seven blocks in the gs pro stuff and i would only have one or two blocks with phantom 4 pro data yeah, you said right, that out earlier. The, right out of the capture app you said that earlier you know, surrounded by some of the most technically proficient people at this stuff in the world. And a lot of people were really interested in what you were saying. And I think that that's something I cannot confirm or deny. Well, I mean, but, I don't even know why it yeah, is. I don't know why is. either. I mean, I don't want to comment on that, on the different applications, Just et cetera. Because from my, yeah, from my perspective, right, you should be able to use whatever apps on the market. Hey, I we're not here to play favorites. You don't no, need to get it, No, no, it's, it's not about that. Like, I'm a pretty neutral guy. Like, I really believe that people should be able to utilize whatever product exists on the market, whatever they like. And I don't know why that's happening. And we need to investigate that. And no, it's it's very interesting. So literally part of my talk, I was like, you know what? I use uh, Pix4D for my quad grids now and my free flights, and I always use that and nothing else. But moving on, let's talk about some of the other speakers who came here today before we get into um, uh, your talk about React. And I know everyone listening has probably already heard the, the React spiel because I feel like you got some practice here on the show. Uh, thank you for that, yeah. <laughs> um, the, like I was uh, starting to say earlier, the CEO of... Uh, of, of 3DR, 3D Robotics out of Berkeley, California. Chris Anderson, you know, he's the editor of Wired Magazine. He's been around the drone industry for quite a while. He's working on a really cool solution where they want to be able to map, um, do runway inspection at, uh, at airports, which is really important, but do it with, with multiple drones and multiple units using similar cameras. And then they're a really big Pix40 client, so using Pix40 in the back end to produce all of that imagery and the goal should be that you only shut down a runway during daylight hours for 15 minutes or less at an airport, which is a huge cost savings and a true innovation. Are we able to, you know, they use the word swarming. Swarming is the term, technical term that refers to flying multiple UAVs in unison and then being able to utilize that for that industrial inspection use case was super cool. We had a gentleman come from Germany who puts uh, GCPs and uses uh, laser scanners um, and he puts them on the sides of stone faces and walls on historical buildings and churches uh, throughout the world really and produces millimeter level accuracy 3D models of these historic and architectural sites. That was incredibly fascinating, right? Uh, Bill English. Was that Dan Keem, by the way? I don't remember his name. I, that's terrible. Oh, 
It's okay. Well, no. I wish we'd look that up. Please look that up because I, I, that gentleman really, I mean, that was brilliant. Um, we had we had individuals that were showing how they're using Pix4D uh, to map out the rock and cliff faces for, uh, you know, showing the slope and, and an erosion change over time um, on very hard to reach areas that are important because if that slope, you know, goes away and, and the side of the cliff goes into the sea, then a road becomes less, less structural integrity goes away. And that's pretty critical if someone's driving on that road. You know, and then we had a lot of folks from Switzerland came from Pix4D. Elios, uh, the flyability, the company that that makes the drone in a cage, they showed how they can fly their drone around in, in really tight corners and it can bounce off walls and, and show. There was something really interesting about that, how they yeah. there was a pillar of a bridge and they actually flew the drone up inside of the pillar yeah, they and they noticed a huge stress fracture on the inside. Mm -hmm. And he was like, there was literally no other way that we could see the severity of mm -hmm. that crack and also showcase that this bridge that looks otherwise healthy and in good shape is actually in dire need of, of fixing. Yeah, that precisely. was fascinating seriously fascinating i mean this is stuff where we're genuinely innovating we are making you know jobs easier safer faster harder stronger no that's a, a joke but it's but seriously it's I mean, actually it's, the uh tagline for the drone elite is city is artius arte marte which means higher faster stronger through skill and valor yeah. Okay. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. Didn't know that. You trying to bash on my crew, bro? <laughs> like, what's going no, on here? No, no, not at all. No, you were saying. Yeah. No, I was. I was really impressed with the level of talks. We had a couple different um, sections. So, for example, there were two floors at the conference, um, and there would be two tracks simultaneously. You know, broke it down into inspection, and then survey, and then public safety, and then agriculture, and had real experts in the field from some awesome companies like. Uh, Indigo Ag, you know, which is which is a really cool startup out of out of Boston that's doing a lot of innovative work with the genetic scene and agriculture. Um, and their individuals came uh, and demonstrated how they're using Pix4D and drones and multispectral cameras in combination with that genetic phenotyping to increase the capability of the agriculture that exists today. That was fascinating. And then, of course, Pix4D released two new products. We officially announced uh, Pix4D Survey which is a tool specifically designed for uh, engineers and surveyors who need to take the point cloud, vectorize the point cloud, and then produce a planimetric map to a decision maker or engineer. And a lot for of those of, for those people who don't understand so the term, it's essentially yeah. uh, it's exporting um, our polylines and our points as just points yeah. as data as geo reference points, simple data products. So that way we can export. Let's say you know take surveying Alta Survey, mm -hmm. right? If I need to draw my boundaries and the structure, what yep. does the structure represent on the uh, physical area of land? Pix4D survey is supposed to make it a lot easier to take the line work yeah. from. Well, From the goal really is that like CAD. you have the digital surveyor, the individual that's making a point cloud, right? Taking that point cloud and then putting it into a software like Civil 3D or AutoCAD to make lines, a lot of times because of the pure number of points and the detail that the point clouds coming out of Pix4D generate, that workflow can sometimes be a bit difficult depending on the project size. So the goal of this software, Pix40 Survey, is to be an in-between, to make that workflow much smoother and kind of fix that hole or that disconnect 
that has previously existed. And I, we're looking for uh, beta testers right now. You can go on to pix40.com. Uh, for, for you already did for the survey. I mean, to be honest, the amount of civil engineers that were sitting in that crowd that their eyes just lit up when they saw the live demo and then who went to go test it out and see how it worked was pretty impressive to me, right? Mm -hmm. Because a company can make products, but if people don't like them, who cares? And I was in, I was really like, you know, I was taken aback because more people were interested in that, that than necessarily somebody like myself would think. But then again, I don't come from that world or that field, right? But, uh, and then of course I gave the official first live demo. Um, Officially second. We had it, I've, I've been demoing this product for a while now, right? But um, I was just referencing your demo on the show that to you the did. Whole, to the whole conference and to our CEO and, and to my manager and, and to the Pix40 team that is, you know, really innovative and full of passionate people, I demoed that product. And, you know, I was nervous going into that speech. I give a lot of speeches, I give a lot of talks, I don't get nervous a lot. I was nervous going it's into in, it. It's intimidating, because it's it a big room. This was a sold out conference. We did not have space for more people to come. I'm not gonna lie, I was offended last night when there wasn't space for me to sit at your table. I was like, I'm not at the <laughs> King's Throne, what the F? What the hey, F? Hey, the King's Throne was not my table. That was the table of Dr. Christoph Stretcher. Uh, my I manager. Know, I know. You know, managing director in North America, Chris uh, Cressy. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I was just excited. No, but I was sold out conference, like no more space at all. That was cool. That was super cool. Yeah. No, it, 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 it was, was. It was a special event. And, and I, I really hope that we can continue it and be able to achieve the same level of intellectual rigor as well as benefit to those in the audience, right? One of the most important things, and I'm really big on education and training, right? I mean, clear from my background, is that when somebody comes to a conference, I want you to take away one thing that really makes a difference. But when you came to this conference, I think that everybody took at least two or three things away that really made a difference. I mean, I learned, I learned a lot. I learned how to solve the re-optimization, if you do it three times, problem. Yeah. And that was the guy that spoke after me, which I had to miss because we were shooting a show, but he yeah. has the like QR code GCPs. That was brilliant. That Did you was... sit through the thermal talk or the multispectral radiometry talk by, uh, by our chief radiometrist? Dr. Uh, Klaus? No, but he's going to be joining us tomorrow morning for our test of the new um, P4. Is he really? Yes, he really he's is. Like I, one of the smartest people in the world. Uh, that was clear as glass. As glass, right? <laughs> like, like I was, you know, even to a degree, I was like, we're going to put this individual and like, you know, Klaus is going to go give a speech. Unbelievable. So you know, technical. He used to be a scientist at CERN. Um, yeah, he like when I say he's like one of the best people for radiometry in the world, it's true. He is a genius, man. Like that, people sat in that talk and it was just, thermal mapping is really hard. Radiometry, the idea of fixing the values for scientific corrections in multispectral data for agriculture or remote sensing, it's really important and it's really difficult. And I think we demonstrated why we've always been market leading and will continue to try and maintain that position as the, you know, marketing leading solution for integrity of your data. And it's because we have some of the smartest people in the world. You know, Dude, honestly, that guy it, is it's, it's so, so intelligent. It's, it's amazing to hear him talk. It's so hard to visualize the level of intellect, even for someone like me who was there and 
you're just going to have to take our word people for it. People were blown it was, away. Uh, yeah. Right? And I guarantee that there were only like 20 people in that room that even understood 80% of what he was saying. Yeah. My academic research is in, is in multispectral remote sensing, right? I teach the classes, like literally at Airworks last week, I gave a talk on mapping with thermal because I know quite a bit about that. And his knowledge is is far beyond that of, of, of anybody, you know? For sure, for so, sure. I was really proud. I was really proud of, of the PIX40 team, and I was really proud to be able to wear that logo. So now can we do the hard stuff? Yeah, go for it. Okay, all right. Constructive criticism. Sure, why not? I really, And this message is for PIX40 as well. I would love what, it if you, you guys... What to say? I would love it if you guys would record the sessions because I had a family them, emergency yeah. yesterday, and I had to arrive so late yeah. that I actually missed your talk, which was like the, the really one of the few I really cared about yesterday. Thank you. And I appreciate that. I you, think mine was one of the most really exciting. People kept telling me nice things, and I'm not a huge fan of being continuously told nice things. You, you know? like PJ. The way you get under PJ's skin is you give him compliments. I hate, yeah. I, I hate that, man. I just, no, I love it, right? You have to be able to take a compliment, but also. Hey, nice glasses, bro. They are actually. Really <laughs> no, I, um, I was really nervous going into my talk and I, I, people were very, very well. They were, they were very enthusiastic. There's a point in the middle where everybody in the room started clapping and I did not anticipate that, and I usually anticipate it, and I know when to pause because I know how to, you know, read that room. You just and kept talking. No, I stopped. Oh, I completely really? stopped. I was taken aback. I literally was like, "Oh, okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you." Uh, <laughs> no, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, so we've talked about some of the speakers that have been there. Mm -hmm. um, is Pix4D going to be doing this again next year? I really hope so. I, I have no so idea. I Could so not too. answer that question. I'm not involved with that whatsoever. No, I, hope so too. Uh, I was simply signed up to moderate multiple sessions and uh, give my talk and um, support my team and be enthusiastic as I'm always enthusiastic. Uh, but really, shout out to the the three you know that that went ahead and, and organized everything and ran the show. They killed it. Yeah. Right. I mean, even dinner was fantastic. The food was really good. You the know, wine choices were very good. I can't good. really speak to dinner because I had lamb and brisket over at Working Class, which is one of my favorite restaurants. So. Working Class, Denver, in the Rhino neighborhood. So fantastic so restaurant. <laughs> yeah, fan, and oh, yeah, fantastic so restaurant. Good. Anyway, back to subject. Okay, matter. back to the subject. Pix40 user conference. Mm -hmm. we're, we're getting to the end of the show. We've talked about some of the speakers. Let me ask you this. A lot of people look up to you. I know, you know. No, I don't think so. But a, a lot of people have look, look up to you because... Not only are you technically intelligent, but you have a way of being eloquent on camera. And I think that's why, you know, you come on the show so much. And you also understand the creative aspects of mapping as well as the technical aspects of mapping. Sure. What was the most exciting point of value? What was the most exciting talk? Whatever you want to call it. Maybe there was just one particular point in one mm -hmm. particular talk that just you sat there and you were like, oh, damn. That's a really hard question. That's I like really asking hard, hard questions. No, that's I really, really want to get question. two ferns here, by the way, and do the whole between two <laughs> ferns and ask the really hard questions. But then Some, Chelsea uh, and everyone would just blow up my yeah. email and it wouldn't be good. So, yeah. I don't know if that's true. I think. Oh, I don't mean open. to single her out either. I'm just saying yeah. that like I would get emails from everybody. So I uh, and I don't like doing that. I like poking the bear, but I don't like really, stabbing the they bear. They did a really good job. You know, shout out to those guys. They did a really good job. I don't know what the most uh, the most powerful takeaway for me. You know what? Actually, the most powerful takeaway from for me personally 
is how passionate people are about the science and the technology that they're using and how creative and critical people are of the tools that they use. We took a lot of constructive criticism as well as just straight criticism in these last two days. People that are super users that are really critical to the growth of the company as well as the growth of the industry, they were telling us what's going wrong, what needs to be better, and how do we get there. And people in our company who are also so passionate, they were hearing that feedback and they were getting you know, emotionally invigorated to fix these issues. And I hope that that can be very powerful. You know right? what we call that? We call that culture. Something that I've been trying to explain to everyone around us is that when you build a community, not only of users, but also teachers, and they're passionate on both sides, you mm-hmm. have something that no other company has. Not no, ter- that's not, not true. Plenty of other no, companies that, have good culture. Sure. Plenty sure, of other sure, companies sure, sure. have amazing culture. We're, I'm talking about the drone industry here. Okay. There are Plenty great- of companies in the drone industry have great culture. All right, continue. I'm not going <laughs> to believe that political BS. It's not political BS. There, man, are, just, there are companies that have great culture in the drone industry. They're just few and far between. My point in saying this, culture. my point in saying this is that the culture of this conference is something that's able to be visualized. Mm-hmm. It's something that I also think separates your company from other companies. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm not going to let you give me some BS PC answer. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be all like, wait, hold on a minute. I don't want to downplay other people. We're a Swiss company. We're neutral. I'm neutral. You know, but yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Right. And that's why, you know, keep my head down and just want to work really hard. I think you're doing a great job. I mean, I was, I was really taken aback by how, how amazing the last two days were. And I travel on the road pretty much every week, uh, speaking to, at conferences and, and listening to people and trying to be helpful. It was special. It was. It was. Anyway. On that bombshell, I think that's going to do it for us today. I'm excited yeah. to hear if uh, there will be a conference next year. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I honestly wish um, things hadn't come up that I could have spent more time there if you really want to know the truth. So for everyone that I disappointed yesterday, I apologize. But um, Thank you for apologizing to me, Paul. Appreciate having you on the show. (laughs) Appreciate having you on the show. Seriously. Um, But anyway, that is going to do it for us today. Um, If you have a question, don't forget to go to askdroneu.com and upload that question because now there's a whole lot more to talk about. But anyway, that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. His name is Fixed Wing Singh. And that's going to do it for us today. I'm good, Singh. My name. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform inspire and entertain we reject indecision confusion and vanity for they work against the community we are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge we are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness we are pilots videographers photographers freelancers business owners enthusiasts experts and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.